At Jaguar Land Rover Tyson's Corner, increased business has created a unique opportunity for experienced auto technicians. Right now, they're offering a comprehensive compensation package, including up to $60 flat rate hours, exciting longevity bonuses, and more. Come work with an incredible team in their state-of-the-art brand-new facility. Give them a call for your rate assessment at 877-396-6766 or visit them online at LandRoverTysonsCorner.com at LandRoverTysonsCorner.com. Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com slash safety. Morning. This show contains mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Are you ready to get your mind blown? One angry New York City Puerto Rican decided to start a radio show. Determined to piss the world off by shoving a mirror in front of society's face. He kicked them in the balls. What are you? Who are you? This is the Crotch Shot Radio Show. Crotch Shot Radio Show. This is not a test. This is a broadcast transmission. We're going to stay on the air. And now, and now, the Wimpy. The Wimpy. Welcome to the Crowd Shot Radio Show, where we kick the issues in the balls. We're on an active war against bullshit. We would do anything and everything to expose bullshit. The ends sometimes justify the means. So if you're angry and want the truth exposed, then strap in and prepare to be shocked. This is Smash Mouth Talk. If you can't accept that, then fuck off. I'm your host, Louis B. I take no bullshit from nobody. I actually expose the bullshit of society and <laughs> and chop it up into easy-to-digest chunks for you. Today won't be any different. Today, we, I, I am... Being the Mister, being the little investigative reporter right now, um, you know, as you know, as some of you may know, I, I voted for Trump, um, and you know, I, I specified my reasons in previous episodes, but no one, I I haven't heard anyone actually talk to other people from the other side, like uh, uh, like Hillary supporters or people who are against Trump or, you know, anything like that. So, uh, you know, what I fear is people are afraid of the upcoming Trump administration. And I just, uh, you know, I, I got so I got someone to call in and this is not going to be a debate. 
I am not going to debate her. I am not going to argue. I'm not going to do any of that. I'm just going to ask questions and listen to the listen to the answers. But uh right now she's doing er- she's running errands right now. We have her on Skype, but she's just going home. She's getting her sushi. <laughs> oh, oh, and we uh, I, Oh, she's here. Well, I'm proud to have Mrs. Christine Meehenberg. Hi. Ah, hello. It's weird to say Mrs. It's very strange. It is. It is. is. It? It's so weird. I just got married two months ago, so I'm still getting used to it. Mazel tov. Ah, thank you. May Mazel may may, may you be may you be plentiful with children soon. Oh God! Well, he wants them now, and I'm like, bro, I need to go on my honeymoon first. Oh, you know, right. gotta <laughs> let's ease off. I mean, he's a Jew. You know, they want to make more Jew babies. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you he need you, you need to keep the tribe going. I understand. That's true, but it's gonna be like half shiksa, half Jew. It's gonna be great. You know. Well, Christmas you know, and Hanukkah. Uh, yeah, well, you know, that's kind of like uh, a blade. All the all the uh, strengths of being a Christian without without none of the weaknesses. Yeah, yeah, and then you can also complain a lot. You know, yeah. it's gonna be a lot of like, it's gonna be like I'm gonna be saying, "Don't you complain?" And he's gonna be complaining with the kid. You see, it's gonna be great. I yeah. feel like it's gonna be a good life. Well, I mean, what flavor Christian are you? Well, I'm I'm recovering. That's ah. the thing. Yeah. Yeah, recovering recovery for Catholicism. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, me, me. I grew up Jehovah's Witness, so. Oh well, you're way worse than I am. So, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, me, 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 and uh, oh god, what's his name? Kurt Metzger. Ah uh, yes. Except yeah, well, except my I husband roasted him, so that it was a good time. Yeah. With I that. mean, I wasn't I wasn't cute enough to be molested though. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was? No, I didn't mean that. I, oh. I feel really bad saying that. Look, don't, uh, don't brag. Don't brag because you got laid when you were younger. <laughs> oh, gross. Don't go, don't, we don't like braggers here. No, just slutty when I was 15, you know? Look, look, look. You know what? You don't have to throw that shit in my face. <laughs> like, I'm Puerto, uh, I'm Puerto Rican. I lost it at 10 years old. That, it was way late, way late. Way late. Way yeah, late. it's supposed to be like seven. Yeah. Oh, God, we're getting real strange here. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> about strange. Yeah. So, uh, so, um, you know, we were talking last week about about Trump. Um, and, and my question is, what, what, as a woman, like specifically as a woman, what are you afraid of? when it comes to the Trump administration? Oh, God. Well, you went right in, didn't you? Yes, uh, I did. So, I, I'll give you a background. I, like my right molester. Out of college, <laughs> right out of college, I worked for a political action committee called Emily's List, and that helps pro-choice female Democratic candidates get elected to office. Mm-hmm. And I knocked doors, and I... I begged people to listen to my cause, and I was altruistic, and I studied politics, and I wanted to run for office, and I also have um, faced a lot of women's issues um, in terms of, you know, not getting the right kind of access to health care and facing cervical cancer. And so all the things that I had to face uh, were basically uh taken care of by planned parenthood and anything that i that i had to face in terms of you know my own health and my own rights was with 
Planned Parenthood. That was more for like cancer screening, for pap smears, things like that. And mm-hmm. as a woman who, you know, has been uh, a victim, not a victim, but a survivor of sexual assault at 15 years old, um, oh, if I didn't have kidding. access to that kind of health care or that kind of, you know, that kind of treatment because of whatever, uh, whatever agenda um, conservatives have towards it, um, I would not be a healthy woman. I might not be alive today. Mm-hmm. And I also might not be as successful as I am. So if I'm even successful at all. But that to me is my most important um, issue in that if my access to that is taken away from me, um, where, you know, and just not even from me, but for, for little girls. I mean, I teach little girls and, uh, you know, they're coming up on that, like, you know, com- coming of age kind of years. And they, you know, what if they get in trouble? What if somebody hurts them? What if they're too afraid to tell their mothers that they're, you know, that they're sexually active or they're, you know, they come from, what if they're molested? Just like we were just joking about. Mm-hmm. What if they're molested and they don't have access to health care such as Planned Parenthood, where are they going to be left? And then how are we going to uh, support the children or or the problems that arise without that kind of care? That's my, I mean, overall yeah, but where, biggest problem. But what has Trump said, though, that, that gives you that? It's not necessarily uh, what Trump has said. It's, um, it's really the, just the, the larger picture of, uh, if there's a Republican, I'm also very educated in government. I used to work in government. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked for a joint finance committee of Delaware when I was, I don't know, 24, mm-hmm. 20, maybe 26. Uh, and um, and I and I know the Republican and the conservative uh, agenda. I, I understand it. And I also know that it's not just a Republican president that has an effect on 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 legislation that's the most important thing to me is legislation um it's when there is a republican controlled congress in addition to a republican president uh whatever the republican agenda is regardless of whether you think a man is going to be um you know a you know a, a game changer or whatever people may think i mean if you're looking at his um his appointments of of, you know, Congress or not Congress, uh, committee people and, uh, his cabinet, you know, these things are, it's more dangerous to me Mm -hmm. and my rights when they're, uh, when it's an all Republican controlled government. Uh, and I, I don't, you know, the, the societal implications and what, you know, the, uh, grabber by the whatever, et cetera, et cetera. That's not my concern. My -hmm. concern is more about legislation versus, uh, Versus drama, to be quite honest. Oh, okay. And I think if that's fair, as a woman, that's fair. Yeah, that's a fair concern. Um, you know, everyone has to be worried about. Okay, where, uh, like, and this is this is a cross-party issue. Like, you know, everyone has to worry: Are my rights protected? Will my right? Will they? Will they take either take my guns away, take my freedom of speech, take my my health care, health rights, you know, the right to. Yeah, I, th- yeah, I could get that. That's a that's a fair that's a fair fear. I mean, it really has 
Uh-oh. Did we lose her? We lost her. All right. And the call dropped. Okay, I'm going to try calling her again. Let's see. How about now? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Um, I apologize. So uh, when you start looking at uh, campaign politics versus governing, uh, and, and you realize that people in a campaign year are going to be way more dramatic and they're going to, they're going to posture. They're going to, they're going to do and say whatever they can to get elected. And mm. at the end of the day, our system is such that the way that the checks and balances work, whatever, whatever party is in control has the majority mm. is going to continue to have their say. And that's, you know, I, I think if, if we're more, uh, more balanced in the, you know, who's got control of this house, who's got control of, you know, of the Senate, who's, who's got control of the presidency, then that's, then that's what we talk about. But nobody really gets involved in, uh, in the small legislation. They get involved in, uh, in just really just the, uh, the reality show that's in front of them, right. which is politics. So who specifically, unlike, unlike you know, unlike uh, the comedy community, you can name names when it comes to politicians. So, who who, who exactly are like that uh, of the elect the newly elected officials? Are you afraid of that? That's going to to take your take your uh, reproductive rights away. I wouldn't say that it's um, that it's a specific person. I got out of politics because mm. uh, I disagree with it, and I and I didn't think I could make a change when I was in it. Uh, and I think that when I as a comic, I have more of an opportunity just to uh, kind of guide social uh, social commentary. Mm -hmm. um, I don't follow it so that I could be afraid of someone. I just know that, uh, you know, a majority is a majority. And when people when people that are very conservative want to want to move their agenda that way, then that's the way that they're going to go. I don't have fear necessarily. Mm -hmm. I just... I think that the people that, uh, such as myself, that are against uh, that kind of legislation being moved through, um, you know, overturning Roe v. Wade or something like that, uh, which would be a, a huge, devastating blow to uh, the future of America. Um, you know, if those kinds of people, like, think we need to, we need to get together. We need to talk about things. We need yeah. to be more involved. Um, you know, at more of a grassroots level and then really do get involved in the in the legislation process and in governing, not just in campaigns. Uh, I don't have a fear. I'm more proactive. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think that uh, organizing and that's, that doesn't just go for me and whatever my um, my passions are. I think that that goes for everyone. If you have something that you really want to be enacted or you really have a passion for something or you care about whatever that legislation may be, whether it be, you know, homelessness or whether it be um, the environment, et cetera, et cetera. There are, there are governmental bodies that, that have hearings on those specific issues and they are open to the public day to day, week by week, month by month. It depends on whether you want to get involved in citywide or, or statewide or federally. I mean, I think federally you can't, but there is a way for each 
and every single citizen to become involved in in legislation and not just in uh, in presidential campaigns and, and that kind of politics. Uh, so I think that the bigger picture is not just what my what my problems are with, you know, the Republicans and what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's more the complacency and the apathy that American citizens have when it comes to actual issues and and having a say you know your vote isn't just enough like if you're going to be an active citizen then you need to be going to these hearings getting involved and and saying your piece and then instead of uh instead of the government just going whatever way they want to go then they also have to be pressured by not just lobbies but by people themselves uh that's that's my take. I mean, it's way bigger, I'm sure, yeah. than what you thought you're going to get talking to me. But um, well, I, I mean, in, when uh, when I first put this out there on Facebook, when I was looking for people to to interview, uh, you you uh, you commented terrorized also fits. Yeah, you are. We are, but we're terrorized on either side, aren't we? Like if you start to think about it, it's the terror of, am I so afraid that, um, you know, they hate me as a woman? Am I so afraid that they hate me because I'm Muslim or they hate me because I'm this or they want to enact that or they want to keep people out or they want to harm people. They want to take away my rights of my own religion that I don't have. But, um, you know, any kind of um, vernacular that Mm. is is more. Uh, exclusive rather than inclusive is terrifying to anyone right. either side. And so if it's, you know, these people are out to get you or these people are out to hurt you or they're, these are the, these are evil people and they're, and they're terrifying you that, that conversation in and of itself is terrifying. And yeah, it's terror. And I think that's just a modern, um, modern day terrorism. It's just not, it's not what we use when we describe it. We just say, uh, well, it's politics and media, and this is just the game that's played. Not, re- not necessarily. I don't think so. I mean, me personally, I'm, I'm terrified. Well, not terrified. More like, uh, you know, getting, getting to the point of absolute pissed offedness, if that's a word. Uh, yeah. Uh, of people uh, of the globalists, like you know, the people that go to the Bilderberg Conference, uh, the Council on Foreign Relations. Uh, hell, even, even the. Uh, <laughs> The United Nations, which I believe does a lot of evil towards women around the world with their with their blue helmets that have been caught raping women and, and, and you know, engaging in in uh, child pornography around the world. That's that's who I worry about. Well, I think it's more of um, when you start when you start looking at the people that people that are in power mm-hmm. versus the people that are that have the power you know, that apparently we're, this is a democratic society and we're all free. I don't think that we are. I think that people, that there really is, that does continue to be the 1% versus the 99. And I think the 99% of people, uh, no matter, you know, what economic uh, grade you find yourself to be in, I think that we really don't have the freedoms and, um, you know, the freedom to do and say whatever we want. I think that uh, the people that are making the decisions aren't really taking into account um you know, what our, what our concerns are. They don't really listen. And I think that that's partially the fault of the citizen, like I just Mm -hmm. said. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, like the UN, there's a, there's a situation, you know, in place. Um, There are checks and balances even there where, you know, you can lobby 
the you know the the UN representatives. You can you can go there. You can make a big stink. You can you know you can get involved. Uh, and I don't think that we do. And I think it's a partially because we are and you know a largely ignorant and and lazy electorate. That's our problem. And I think that people really did get motivated because they thought this thing is scary, that thing is scary. But instead of being scared of the thing that we should be scared of, which is our own government, we're scared of outside influences. And that's scary for me. That's terrifying. I think we really, you know, the first, the first um, step in being a good patriot is to not agree with your government all the time. Right. You shouldn't. We never, we really shouldn't. We should disagree with the government, what they're doing. We should challenge them. We should face them. We should do something about it instead of just swallowing what we're told. Exactly. And do, yeah. So that's, you know, that's where I am. It's not uh, liberal or Democrat or, or conservative. It's a completely different side of things. So that's, um, I haven't talked politically like this in a really long time, but how, how does it, feel? it feels good to say it. It feels good to say it. Right. I think it's a little scary to say it because I'm just saying like, oh, yeah, go against your government. You should, though. Hey, I say, if, I say that all the time. You should go against your government because you sh because if the government goes unchecked, then it then it gets out of control, which it already is. Well, if I could quote V from Vendetta, the uh, the government should be afraid of its people, not its people afraid people of people afraid government. of its government. Exactly. I think we we did some good here. Uh, I'm not a terrible monster that's like ah, you know, women and uh, but Trump I mean was a yeah. Like, but my question. Like, I want to, like, bringing it back to topic, I mean, I, like, I really want to understand why you specific, you are specifically afraid of of the upcoming uh, Trump's administration. Like, what has he said? What has he done? And that, that has... It's not, it's not just him. It's really not him mm -hmm. that I think that, um, that is... Uh, disconcerting and upsetting and uh, and dangerous. I think that when you prey on the uh, the fears and the the worries of an electorate and they're mobilized in such a a, a nasty, angry way, um, because you're manipulating them and their ignorance um, and their lack of involvement. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you push whatever that, you know, the strange agenda or you say all these things. Uh, what it's, it's what, a slippery slope. I just think. What specifically, just, though? What specifically has Trump said? It's more the tone. It's the tone. It's the mm -hmm. it's also things like that. I just saw. Um, was it today or yesterday? Um, it said, let me look, um, something along the lines of. He said that if you burn the American flag, that you should be that you should either go to jail or that you should be uh, you should either go to jail or that you shouldn't be citizen, something like that. Or, or you should have your citizen uh, taken away. In fact, he was. Yeah, he was repeating what Hillary said back in 2004. Hillary said the same exact thing. Was she went in what context? That that very same context. If you burn the flag, you should be put in jail for at least a year, or fined a hundred, or, or fined a hundred thousand dollars. So let's go burn flags. That's what I'm saying. I don't care who says it, mm -hmm. but when he's saying, when you're when you're a president elect at this point, mm -hmm. um, and you're saying that you have he has the like you can say that as a, you know, when you're when you're not the president, you say, like he the man said whatever. 
He said whatever he wanted to say, and nobody gave a shit what he said. They, like, oh, he's cool. He's off. The, he can run off the handle. He can, you know, go as crazy he wants to be and as unconventional as he wants to be. That's fine when you're when you have no power. But when you have power, this is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there should be checks and balances, and there are for a presidency. But when you say such incendiary things, mm-hmm. such as that, and you have the power to legislate on it, that's when I start to get bothered and i start to get like a little it's it's that's terrifying you can legislate on that now i I don't care about what the man says i care about what he can legislate on and what what things uh you know whatever agenda they want to push you like i said before so so what what the trump agenda are are you most worried about um, nationalistic, uh, xenophobic, uh, just that kind of sentiment, just, um, you know, having all Muslims be, you know, be removed from the country. Um, the kind of things that, uh, go against our, our very clearly stated constitutional rights, freedom of religion, freedom of speech, freedom of, you know, burning a flag, that kind of thing. That's again, that goes against our, 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 you know, our, our amendments, the amendments to the Constitution, those things specifically. So what are your thoughts on what happened yesterday at Ohio State wherein the Somali Muslim was uh, slashing people? I was uh, not there, and I have not watched the news because oh. I've been teaching children all day. Oh. Uh, I did get, I get, I got wind of it. I don't know the specifics of it. I know that the man is a is a apparently a Muslim man, uh, and he's Somali. Is that mm. what you said? Yeah. He's not Syrian. He's Somali. Okay. Um, Somalians. So now we're going to. Are we supposed to be afraid of Somalians now too? Because we also did save those guys. You know, there's a lot of unrest all over the world and is it now that now that people well, are muslims are we going to go against one of our constitutional rights the freedom of religion is that what we're going to do because that's the constitution and if the constitution is wrong then we need to amend the constitution we're going to do that like that again to me that's terrifying not just because the man did a terrible thing because there are mm-hmm. terrible people that are christian there are terrible people that are i, I don't even know the other well words. me me so personally like, like I, jewish yeah. There, are, there are always so many different kinds of people. Right. But when you start to uh, demonize all religion, it's just going to go back to something like the Inquisition. Like, I don't I, it's mm-hmm. the, what what part of that makes any sense as a democratic nation? We're it, we're supposed to be free with our religion. We're supposed to be free with our words. We're not supposed to demonize and remove people for the religion that is against who we are as the people. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, from our constitution, that's it. it. It's not, you know, because I think Muslims are great or they're not great. I lived with Muslim people. They're wonderful people. They're the only people that took me in when I was homeless. So what should I tell them that they should get out to? I don't think so. They never harmed me. Um, but they're bad people too. I was kept against my will in Morocco by a Muslim man. Is it because they were evil people? No, it's probably because he just thought I was really hot and he wanted to marry me. You see what I'm saying? Oh. <laughs> that was a joke. Yeah. But like, well, you, not you, everybody. Just just because you're. So my my question is, you you married one Semitic man for, but you 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 uh, curved the other one. What's what happened? I'm just kidding. No, I just I I date uh, freely and like a Democrat. 
<laughs> I dated I dated whomever because it wasn't about you know their religion. It was about who they were as a person, and I care more about the person and the thoughts in someone's head as opposed to uh, as opposed to whatever you know me, me, doctrine I, that they follow. Me, I date like a I date like a libertarian. It's all about market value for me. Oh. <laughs> so, there you go. I made a libertarian joke. Holy crap. I'm smart. No, I'm just... You're I, smart? I'm smart. No, I'm not. <laughs> I, I, I know how to fake it real good. So... Oh, the husband's home. Oh. Here we go. The husband's home. The hu- uh, completely different uh, completely different responses that you would get from, from my husband. But uh, Sen- I think we... Senor Berg is in the house. He is in the house. Uh, but I think this is a really good, I really appreciate you having me, um, on the show. It was, uh, it was really nice to be able to chat, uh, about the stuff that, that matters. Oh, you gotta, you gotta instead go. Instead of yelling at each other. Well, that's, but I mean, how, how, how else are we going to get any understanding if we're just. Exactly. Exactly. Not... Instead of telling me that. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts. It feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. I mean, that you're a piece of shit and that you know nothing and that you're an asshole. That that doesn't get us anywhere. That is not how... Uh, getting well, moving forward work. And so, plus only my I appreciate fam- you for it. Plus only my family's allowed to do that, which is why I wasn't invited to Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, my dad too. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> They're like you voted for Trump, you can't come in here because you're going to be talking about that not that that political conspiracy nonsense like the <laughs> like the Aaron Bergs <laughs> did the, did 9/11. No, I didn't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you again. Um, I really appreciate it. I think you're doing a good thing trying to talk to people that are different, that, you know, have different ideas than you do. So I think it's a good thing. All right. Well, you got to go? Yeah, I, I kind of do have to go. I'm sorry. I have to, oh, wow. Uh, I really appreciate it, though. I'm so sorry that I have to cut it short. Uh, but, okay. Uh, well, do you have anything you want to promote before you go? Uh, I Let's see. Where am I? Do I have anything? Um, I am always... Let's what do I have? Oh, I always have a uh, uh, first Mondays of every month. I have um, it's called Basic Mondays, mm-hmm. and I run it with a very great comic named Casey Balsham. It is at the Standing Room in Long Island City, wow. uh, and that is the first Monday of every month at eight o'clock. And we'll have one, I think, December fifth, and I think the next one is January second. So I'd love for people to come out to that. We kind of do free form. There's a lot of ladies on the show. There's also some dudes that we have and uh it's a really good time and it's uh free so oh there you go yeah love for people to come thank you christy for coming on i really appreciate it and as and and if you ever want to come back on just be like i want to come back on and talk crap and i'll be like okay oh i would love that i really appreciate it It was a good time yep wonderful job thank you so much again you're welcome bye 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 that was christy meehan berg uh, definitely check her out. Uh, we I, before I'm gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna be back and I'm just gonna be talking crap until I, m- hopefully maybe I could get someone else to talk in the interview. But here, listen to this bit. This holiday season, instead of looking up deals on fucking TVs, 
and rushing to stores to fight others to the death for the latest gadget, here's something to think about. Read from the Citizen's Rulebook, a summary of the Communist Manifesto. The Communist Manifesto represents a misguided philosophy which teaches the citizens to give up their rights for the sake of the common good. But it always ends in a police state. This is called preventative justice. Control is the key concept. Listen carefully. 1. Abolition of private property. 2. Heavy progressive income tax. 3. Abolition of all rights on inheritance. Confiscation of property of all immigrants and rebels. A central bank. Government control of communications and transportation. Government ownership of factories and agriculture. Government control of labor. Corporate farms. Regional planning. Government control of education. Can anyone notice this going on in the United States? In the Constitutional Republic of the United States? Something to think about. This has been a message from the Crotch Art Radio Show. Happy Holidays. And we're back. I'm still looking for someone else to, uh, who wants to come in. Um, Mojo was like interesting conversation. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, it was, I mean, I, I, uh, the one thing I noticed is like, she didn't specifically have anything to say about Trump. We got, we got Angel, Angel Rosado of Urban Hits Radio. How you doing? Uh yeah, I'm still I'm trying to I'm still trying to look for somebody. Uh you can do it over Skype. So uh hmm. So what do you guys think about it? Chat it up. Uh what do you think about what ha- Christy Meehan had to say? Like I you know, I think I wasn't trying to debate her because, you know, honestly, it wouldn't. If I would have, if it would have been a debate, it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been a uh, 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 productive. I just don't. It's it's not. You know, I don't think debate. I don't think at this juncture, I don't think debate is productive. I don't think it's gonna solve anything. All it's gonna do is like you're an idiot. No, 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 no. It's it's just gonna get personal. It would have gotten personal. Oh, well done. Mildra. Ew, what's up, Louis? How you doing? So what you think of that uh, interview? Well, I guess um, there were a few things that I, that I was going to say, mm-hmm. but I wanted to kind of hold, hold my tongue until after the whole thing was going because mm-hmm. now I'm not going to, I'm not going to go into name calling. I'm vi- I'm, well, she she's a nice girl, so I mean she's 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 nice. Yeah, so I mean there's no there's no denying that. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to do I wanted to break character for a moment and be and be nice back. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's just that's that's uh, you know I I wanted to find out. It's and I'm still curious. I'm still curious on what what the fear is. But. Um... I didn't get as a chance as, to answer the the uh, the question. Yeah, like, that was where, the, that was the thing that kept that was the thing that kept pulling out, and there there were a few moments where, and well, every anytime I say no disrespect or ble- or bless her heart or some or something like that, I feel like I'm setting somebody up to for a burial or or some shit. Mm-hmm. But <sighs> what I know what I noticed is that it is. Is that 
there was not a direct an- there was not a direct answer. It was all about the broader picture or something like that. Right. And it's not that she didn't raise any any uh, any good points in that, but it was it was more of how, it was more of the approach in the fact that you're at, you're asking a direct question and it doesn't look good to not give a direct answer. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, well, she did. Um... You know, she did say she wasn't really concerned about Trump, though. So, yeah, it's it's. More- I can, I can get that, but would you? But what you had asked is what is what are is what are people so afraid of mm-hmm. when it comes to him specifically? Yeah. So. So that state, all that statement, I can I can respect it. It's not much of a fa- it's not much of a factor. In the in the context of that query, yeah, I'm still looking for people that want to come on. I like I like, you know, a lot of people have a lot to say about this, but you know, trying to get them on, it's ridiculous. I think to be to be quite honest, I don't think there I don't think there is going to be a straight a straight answer to the question because. Fear is irrational. Not always. Not always. You know, because sometimes fear is an appropriate response as as an early warning system helps you become more alert, hyper aware. Um, I mean, well, I guess in times of immediate danger, but... Yeah, but in the case... But when, when it comes... When it comes to fear, that's that's uh, that's in the same that's in the same fam that's in the same family as like as like prejudice and the like. It is very is very much a uh, it is very much not a re- not something based in ration, but more in more in emotion. Mm-hmm. Like you've you've seen it. I've seen it a lot of times with people who are who who when they're afraid of something, they they aren't really thinking; they're reacting. Usually, on usually on some sort of on some sort of base instinct. Now, now, granted, I'm by I'm by no means a trained psychologist, but right. I I'm very good at reading people. So yeah, so what did what did you read? Um, a lot. Obviously, in this kind of case, it's kind of limited because I'm just using voice and not I'm just relying on voice and not body language, right. but. The trend that I, the trend that I've seen in the in during and in the wake of the election was was one of very much irrationality, but it, things didn't really hit home until until a uh, comment that uh, that John Stewart had made when he was in when he was in an interview regarding his uh, book, mm-hmm. which uh, you you can find you can probably find the interview if you just if you just type up John Stewart's CBS interview, but. What he said was that was that you're is that in the in the liberal community you're not supposed to treat people as monoliths. Mm-hmm. I.e., this i.e. some some person is not a uh, is is not is is not just a Muslim. You're not just a Puerto Rican. I'm not just a angry giant. 
or or this time of the year a Scrooge, but mm-hmm. I'm get but I'm getting off but I'm getting ahead of myself. The point is is that the whole not treating people as monoliths is exactly what's been is exactly what's been happening not just during the election cycle, but just per, just period over the last year. Like, the, 2016 seems to be the year where that kind of stuff re- really... Ex- we started to see that a bit in 2015, but it's really just flooded out in 2016. Yeah, I mean, the the people that I've spoke... Well, mostly my family, um, who... Actually, I was trying to get one of them to come on, but she's busy with, with schoolwork, so... Um, you know, it, it's... They they quote Trump, uh, like, oh, he said this, that. And then, you know, like, you know that tape was heavily edited, right? Oh, it's always the grab him by the pussy, and it's like, you know, the full... Louis, are, are you familiar with the phrase, quote mine? No, no, I'm not. Now, I'm going to... I'm going to... Quote Wikipedia... Quote mining is the practice of quoting out of context, sometimes mm-hmm. referred to as context dominate, and quote mining. It's an informal fallacy and a f- type of false attribution in which a passage is removed from a surrounding matter in such a way as to distort its intended meaning. Right. And they've been doing that to Trump a lot. And, uh, you know, and, and I keep telling them, you know, the full quote is when you're famous, they let you do that. Like, uh, well, how, yeah. Well, the 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 other thing to the other thing to to note is that when uh, that I've that I've always noticed when it comes to dealing with uh, the irrational. Oh, is they also that call they... it bright bright barding. Hmm. They also call it bright barding. I don't even get that. Yeah. But <laughs> it's uh. <laughs> Okay. Okay, I, ca- I of course, kind of, course. I kind of get it in this, in the sense of the spooky language that Car- that Carlin would, that Carlin would mock dur- during his, during his time. Like, and uh, they, they also, they also, um, you know, they also associate that with conspiracy theorists. Different, different, different words. Same, different words. Same song. Yep. Basically, basically using using whatever other uh, whatever whatever other words you can use to examples, basically, dis- basically examples dismiss the, the Bible, argument. the conspiracy theorists. Yeah, when, no matter which no matter which no matter which set of words you you put on it, it's it's for it's yeah. But the sole purpose of it is to to try and to dis- trying to dismiss what somebody's saying. And you and use the kind of label. It's no, it's no well, difference. Yeah, the and... point. The point is, you know, when I when I've spoken to people, like at my job, I've said this. I, I've I've spoken about this before. At my job, is like, oh, Trump's racist. Okay, how's he racist? What exactly? He 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 just is. He just is. Um. Okay. How how? He's oh, he said a lot of stuff about black people. What what, what did he say specifically? And then they're like, oh, come on. Like, okay, you can't even quote me what he said. You know what my favorite quote from uh, Hitchens is? What? That which is asserted without evidence can be dismissed without evidence. And evidence is, some, evidence is a big deal for me. So if you can't, 
if you can't prove some, if you can't prove something to me, then it's not, then it's uh, not worth my time. And what I see with a lot of these people is uh, is a kind of reversion of the scientific method. And let me see if I can find. There's a certain. Like I've, I've um, made that mistake. There's a certain strip I'm, I'm going to yeah, share I've, with you. Okay, I've made that mistake before, where like something that is like a meme that's pro-Trump, like oh, that will prove. Like it's like, oh well, it says this. But the thing is, I I will always go back and see if I can try to confirm it. Um, oh, excuse, excuse me. Like I've I've made the mistake in posting something without verifying it first, but once I've verified it and it's wrong or I can't find a a a, a reliable source, I delete that shit immediately. Um, but you know, you see you why... see the image that I just sent that I just sent you. It's a kind of two panel uh, strip. Okay. I just sent it to you on uh, Skype. Yeah, checking it right now. I think if you, I think if you, re- I think if you replaced, um, cre- I think if you replaced creationist with the, with the type of people who who will jump who jump to these sorts of conclusions or have that fear, yeah, it would be you'd be fairly spot on with this. Well, me, I mean, I I believe we were created, uh, and I think, but the thing is, I I believe that it could be supported with science. It's just that a lot of religions have like twisted it. Well, the reason of the reason I, and for for ever for for everyone else listening, I'll des- I'll describe. I may as well I'll uh, describe the comic. It's basically a two panel thing. On one side, you have the scientific method. Yeah. And someone's saying, "Here are the facts. What conclusions can we draw from them?" And then you have the creationist method, which is here's the conclusion. Mm-hmm. What ca- what facts can we find to support oh. it? And when I when I see people using using that quote or or the uh, person that you described um, when you're asking around, the latter is always what what ends up coming to mind. Like they have this they have this idea. A lot of it, a lot of times, it ends up being a a uh, impression of an impression of what they thought they heard. And is so re- is so removed from re- is so removed from reality. I can't help but call it irrational. Mm-hmm. It's let's see, and it's for the it's for that reason that I can't that I can't help but this I can't help but uh, be so dismissive when some when when they just get when they try and beg when they try and beg you to agree with them because it's it it's a it's a for a lot of those type, sort of people it's about be, it's about being being seen as being right mm-hmm. and Incident and incidentally, when it comes, to, I I just want I just need to get this uh, out of my system. When it comes to people, uh, people be people uh, being too being too complacent. When it comes when it comes to politics, I think I think the uh, I think the big I think the big problem is is once again that 
as much as as much as I hate to hate to say it, a lot a lot of us are are very go with the crowd. Mm-hmm. I I we 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 build a comfort zone around around up around others. Sometimes not even other. Sometimes other people. Sometimes not. But and but getting involved like that is something that's kind of an individual thing. And it run and for a lot of people, especially nowadays, it ends up running the risk of of put of putting yourself a little too far out there without any real safety net. Especially especially nowadays, where so where people are so completely divided that merely disagreement is enough to get yourself blacklisted. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, it's it'll get like like I said, I was. Uh... I was uh, wasn't invited to the family Thanksgiving because of my support of Trump or and, and me wearing a shirt that says Hillary for prison. It's, at least in at least in my case, it's because they're mad at me for what I did to the for what I did to the for what I did to the cranberry sauce last year. Wait, you ate it all? No, I replaced. I stole. I stole the cranberry. They used jelly cranberry sauce. I stole it and replaced it with red beets. Haha. <laughs> Let's see if they know this. Wait, did you do it as a prank or as? Yes. Really? Because one. And they got. Yeah. Paid. Did you at least? And they give... fell... Yeah, they fell for it. <laughs> but did they get? Did you give them back the cranberry sauce? No. Oh fuck them then. Um. <laughs> because... Oh, I have a chocolate allergy, and, and they gave me a chocolate cake on my birthday. Oh wow. So you're like a dog. It's it's the cocoa bean specifically that I that I can't handle. But you like carob. You can have carob. Have you ever had carob? Carob is fantastic. I have never had carob. You should have. You should try get carob. Well, if I can find if I can find some in the middle of the Midwest, maybe I'll try it. Well, you know, uh, go go the what, what's it called the uh, uh, um. I forget it. I forgot the name of that Muslim town in in Michigan. Oh, Gen- oh, Gencon's next year. Maybe I'll try. Maybe I'll try and maybe I'll try it there. Yeah. Oh wait a minute, that's in Indiana. Never mind. Yep. So yeah. Anyways, uh, I don't know, man. It just like she she was nice and all, but I really wanted to get into the specifics, and I think I'm just gonna end up having to do this again. Like, who's afraid of the big back Trump? Again, uh, you know. And if you if you do if you do that, please don't add electric boogaloo onto any part of the title. Ah, yes. Who's afraid of the Big Mac Trump? Two electric boogaloo. Yes, yes. I know that joke from Breaking. I, I unfortunately seen that movie. Yeah, I've I've seen that I've seen that joke way too way too many times, especially. Especially anytime I end up repeat end up repeating any of my own gags, but I, but I like I like you know she she was a nice girl. I mean she did she get she got lit when she you know talking about women's issues, which honestly Trump has said you know states rights, and honestly I'm not a woman. I don't know how serious that would be or how detrimental that would be to women if it just becomes. A matter of the states, but the thing is, it's a con- it's already it's it's a constitutional right for a woman to be able to have an abortion. Mm-hmm. 
So I don't know how, like, I don't know how easily, even with a, a Republican Congress, they would amend it or even even think to amend it or get to amend it. I, to be quite honest, I really don't think it's it would even be able to get it would even be able to get that far because, for one, if they if it if they end up trying it, the the amount of ba- the amount of backlash that would occur would just make the whole thing not worth it. Yeah, and honestly, there's really much more um, important shit than to like, oh, women shouldn't get uh, 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 fucking abortions like I mean the thing the thing I ha- I do have a problem with Planned Parenthood though because I mean they are e- e- hugely corrupt they've uh, they've they've committed uh, you know insurance fraud in some states and this whole thing with the selling of the of the baby uh, 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 fetuses yeah I'm, I'm sure that they've helped a lot of people but they're no saints. Yeah, no. I mean, and the fact that it was started as a way to lower the population of black people. I mean, Margaret Sanger, uh, you know, if you want to talk about someone who could literally be Hitler, like as they like to say, oh, he's literally Hitler. Margaret Sanger, especially with the shit she said, and you know, and it's so. I think I think it's uh, it's brought it's thrown in their face so often that when the fundraisers are in my neighborhood. You know, I bring it up, and they they immediately got an argument for that. And it's like, oh well, that was back in the day. That's not what Planned Parenthood stands for now. <laughs> two words, two quoquet. Two what? Two quoquet. Um, mm-hmm. Latin, it's Latin for you. It's Latin for uh, you for, for you too. Ba- basically, when some basically when somebody. Somebody's argument could just as easily be flipped around on them on themselves. Yeah. Because I mean, let let's say like okay, so how's about how's about this when it comes to this fear of white nationalists? Why can't we just say, well, that's not what they stand for anymore? Why can't there be? A yeah, word? you could use those. You could use those exact. You could use those exact. Their exact words, word for word. And you'd have and you would have the and you would have the exact arguments. In other words, you would have no argument. Mm-hmm. You get pinged. Uh, uh, I'm being cat. Some some chick is trying to catfish me. Uh, or I think is a chick. Probably isn't. But it's like you, you you could tell when when someone's typing in like broken, poor syntax English. It's like you can't be a real person when you're like fucking up English that bad, and you say you're born here. <laughs> so I'm just saying, I like, you're like, oh, can, uh, oh, are you looking to be remarried? Apparently, she's trying to like fish information. She's like, are you? Are, I thought you were married. And I'm like, oh, my wife died while sucking her boyfriend's dick in a car crash, or some shit like that. So it's like, oh my god, I'm sorry. I'm like, you know what? And she asks, oh, are you willing to remarry? I'm like, look, I just want to fuck. Send me new pictures now or, or just don't bother talking to me. That's a GTFO. Yeah. Like, I'm, well, yeah. <laughs> like, you're not, you're not, you're not putting nothing past me. I'm not thirsty. I'm not one of these thirsty motherfuckers. 
I'll, I'll tell. Uh, it ain't nothing for me to tell a bitch off. Yeah, if they if they want if they want thirst, go to then go to the desert. Yeah. Like I I could go to the store get me some Gatorade. No, there's no problem. I got. Mm. I am not. Yeah. So, anyways, anyways, let's. Uh, it's already. We've already got uh, on the official tangent of the show. I think it's time for me to end it. Uh, <laughs> like to again, like to thank Christy Meehanberg for coming on. She's a comedian. She's hilarious. Check her out. Uh, Mildred, always a pleasure to have you on the show. Um, Angel, thanks for listening. And oh, now she's saying maybe later she'll send me some nudes. Fuck her. <laughs> damn, damn catfish. I hate you know. I really hate this shit. See, see, you know, you try to meet somebody, and it's like, oh, hey, like, all right, oh, you're cute. This and that. If you want to continue talking, join me on my website. Like, what the fuck for? Damn it. So, anyways, that, uh, this has been the Crutch Out Radio Show. And as always, from my house to your house, mahalo. And that's the end of my show, donk. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride.